You know, most of the time I am quite content to sit in the backyard and look at the splendors that is Norfolk County and the beautiful scenery and spectacular agricultural backdrop. The wonders of a simple life in a simple town, right? Most of the times that's enough to make you content, but once in a while, once in a while you gotta travel northeast. You gotta head towards the big lights that you see off in the distance. You gotta see what this shit's all about. Why does everybody in this whole country hate this place so much? Yet the people in it, they think it's just the greatest place in the world, right? It's a mystery to me. And every once in a while I try to crack Toronto and see what it's all about, see if I can have a good time there. I did it again. Didn't go so well. It's a strange place. It's a strange land, Michael. It's completely fucked. Right? I think we need to examine what this place is all about. Only one way to get at it. And you know what that is, people. That's the greatest theme song in podcast history. And it's played by my band. Hit it, boys. everybody live from the Dutch Hall, the greatest band podcast ever to come out of Pine Grove, Ontario, and I believe that's because of we have the greatest band in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions, comprised this week right. of Steve the Reluctant German on lead hey. guitar. Our band leader, Michael Bowe, is back from a hiatus, and it, Beside him on bass this week, is that is that the balls of the nocturnal emissions? No, we have been castrated for two weeks in a row. <laughs> this week we have the substitute balls. Shooting blanks. The, the, yeah, the neutered. The man that writes the music for the show, the rooster. Woo! Dave Charters is playing bass today. And playing the mandolin. Is it a mandolin? Still is. <laughs> Still is. Mike Zinger is back again. And beside him, also back from hiatus, is my brother, my oh, bartender, man. and my boss, I think. Uh, <laughs> triple B. Yeah, Hello. Triple B. Paul, Paul Van Dyke is here. Paul, Good to have you back, bud. And I am your host, two times. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Oh, an international sensation, yes. Pete Van Dyke, yeah. There you go, guys. Yay! Internationally, worldwide, renowned. Yes, and you know, this week it was really easy to pick our song because there was another death in the music community, Uh, right? And uh, so uh, I thought at first... That uh, people were starting when I found out that Chris Cornell was a was a suicide. I I thought perhaps perhaps people were starting to actually off themselves just so we would play their music on live from the Dutch Hall. Uh, that most likely is the case. Yeah, it makes sense. Was there anything in the news about it? Did you see anything? It's, it's no. Like the unwritten. Yeah, rule. it's like the behind the music thing. The real inside <laughs> was that Chris Cornell was a huge uh, live from the Dutch Hall fan. And uh, that he was wishing you guys, the Nocturnal Emissions, would play a cover. <laughs> and it, You're welcome. And yeah. it never happened. So, yeah, all you had to do was... Just die. Just die. And that's what happened to Greg Allman, right? And that's right. And again, our death pool, which we had a musician in it, right? Yep. And uh, everyone had to pick one musician. And they're dropping like flies. And yet again, <laughs> we all picked the wrong ones. That's right. 
Now, Greg Allman was sick, wasn't he? Steve, you know more about him. I actually have no idea if he was sick or not. You knew he did. He was married to Cher. That's right. Yeah. That's what happens. Somebody dies, and there's lots of bios for me to watch online. <laughs> did you Did you just learn that about Cher? That's I, the only. Yeah, absolutely. I did not know that. Oh yeah. You're not a big Cher fan? <laughs> no. No, you didn't follow her her storied career? No. I always thought that was a weird pairing. It but, is. Yeah. Cher and Greg Hallman. They didn't seem like they'd <laughs> go together, right? Well, not, certainly not after Sonny. Uh, yeah. Like, Sonny and, <laughs> and Greg Hallman are completely different. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It'd be different if it was the other way around. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'd follow Sonny. Sure. But, you know? He died. But you wouldn't want to follow Greg Hallman. <laughs> right? Seems like there's a lot. It's... And leave more of a mark. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't want to follow. You know, you want you don't want, you'll follow the, the nerdy guy that's plugging her with a, uh, like a, a pin, right? That's yeah, <laughs> that's no big deal. But it's a great big g- giant animal that's just been pounding her. You can't follow that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like going through a wind tunnel. Right. <laughs> right. Hepatitis C. He was diagnosed it's in 2007. Oh. What? What are you talking about? Greg Allman, that's what he had. That was his illness. 2007, 10 years ago. He you died from hep C? Well, I don't, that's what he had. And then uh, the next year they discovered he had three tumors in his liver. <laughs> oh, okay. That, yeah. that yeah. might have done it. Dirty tattoo needle, eh, by the way, the uh, hepatitis. So uh-huh. watch out for that, people. Uh, for a fun fact, Dave. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> fun fact. I like how Dave looks like look, look after our safety. Yeah, thanks which for is being our good, Google girl. All of our safeties. And it's because, and it's good for good for the people at home to know about that. You can get Hep C from it. What else can you get from a dirty needle, Dave? Dirty tattoo. You can get a dirty tattoo. Yeah. Can you get the HIV from that too? I think so. Probably any bloodborne type of virus, right? Lupus. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can get lupus from it. Yeah. If you're bit I, by a wolf, I bet. Oh, you can get lupus. Canis lupus. <laughs> Isn't that werewolf disease? <laughs> He had a liver transplant in 2010. Successful. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Se- Seven-year warranty. <laughs> yeah. And Did he die of liver failure? Is that the th- what I'm guessing? I don't know. It was a long article. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I like about Charters this week? He came full of uh, vim and vinegar, ready to join the show. Came with actually prepared uh, pieces of the news of what happened in the world today, which yeah. I really appreciated. Two news stories that really tantalized Dave Charters. Do you know what they would be? You think about everything that's gone on, and you guys have been busy, right? Everyone's got a busy life. But, you know, this week there's big news stories that, it, that, that Charters was gripped by. Two of them in particular. One was a, actually a sports break oh. for the show. If well, anyone. Yeah, you want to play that? Right Let's that? do it. Say yeah. something about golf in this one. Charters is talking about <laughs> We're going to yeah. talk about Tiger Woods. Okay. Oh, that'll Ti- yeah, that'll chestnut. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Tiger Woods has been uh, nine years since he's won a major, right? That's what I understand. Good enough for me. Right? But you know what he does is he keeps himself in the news by doing crazy shit. <laughs> or, <laughs> and, uh, a huge hog, yeah, the one time he was banging all those girls and his wife beat up his car with a golf club. It was riveting television, right? It sure was. He even had to apologize to the rest of the world in a press conference for banging <laughs> chicks, which I thought was ridiculous. I'm sorry, I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, you don't have to apologize for being a man. That's why I like John Daly, because... John Daly can do all the same things Tiger Woods does, and he would just brag about it and then win a tournament once in a while. Yeah, he'd still be awesome, right? It doesn't let him bug him. But Tiger Woods, he got a big drinking and driving problem, right? Big drinking and driving charge. It's out for question. Yeah, he blamed it on his prescription drugs. Right. Whatever. Oh, he says he didn't drink at all. No booze. It was his pain meds. And they say that the the, uh, the level was zero. Mm Mm-hmm. Like uh, blood alcohol was oh. zero. Yeah. Oh, so he was on like some sort of uh, meds that made him like that. Because we all saw the video. If you saw the video <laughs> on the the, D, the YouTube, you can look it up on YouTube. You can yeah. see uh, Tiger Woods dash cam video from his DUI, and uh, he's <laughs> fucked out of his yeah, tree, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Like I know, been, uh, I know some people have gotten uh, impaired driving charges, and uh, they're usually like a. It's just a fucking bad deal all around because most of the time. People aren't that uh, 
they aren't that drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, a couple they just, They're a couple deep, and now you can blow over the limit, and you can easily drive that vehicle safely, but you're in big trouble, right? Yeah. And then you feel bad for people like that that have that stuff happen to them. Tiger Woods, I don't feel bad at all because he was, whether he had drank a drop or not, he was obviously impaired, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He smashed the shit out of his, like his car on two flat tires. Oh, I didn't know all oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rims are all bent in. <laughs> yeah, the car is yeah. fucked up. Like, he, yeah, you really should not have been driving. Well, you shouldn't he, have been he making wasn't. any important decisions either. Yeah, yeah. Not for your mind. What were you going to say, Steve? Oh, when they got him, he was sleeping in his yeah, car. He was like, oh, yeah. fell asleep in his car. So he wasn't actually yeah, yeah. driving. He was, I, I'm surprised. We were watching the, the, the dash cam footage, and we, uh, and, I was like, what? Charles is like, what are they doing? They just torturing him? Because they know he's wasted by this point oh, in time. Yeah. Why do they keep asking him to do stupid things? Can you recite <laughs> the uh, national anthem backwards, I heard? No, he said, uh, he, that's what he said. They, they said to him, uh, you have to recite the alphabet in a non-rhythmic fashion. Forwards, right? From and then he goes, Z, just say the alphabet. Yeah, and then he goes, Did you repeat what I said. And he goes, you want me to sing the national anthem backwards? <laughs> oh, exactly. was, yeah, he repeated completely fucked up. Yeah. Because... Uh, and anyways, it was clear right away he was he was uh, wasted. But right? they went on and on and on like they knew the dash cam was running and it was going to be gold what they were doing. Yeah, you think like, when you got a rich dude like that, and you're yeah, like that cop, you're like that kind of yeah, like super troopers time. Absolutely, fucking right. Kind of pissed me off. You know what I like best about it was the um de- the the um uh, what do you call it? mugshot. A crazy mugshot. He's got a good crazy mugshot. You know? Oh yeah, he looks great. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I like when you get a good celebrity mugshot and they look nuts. Like Nick Nolte was oh, one of my oh, favorites. You know, great mugshot for yeah, yeah. crazy celebrity mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> James Brown had a James Brown. Yeah, that was a good one too. With his hair all fucked up. Lindsay Lohan's got a couple good ones too. Yeah, I like that. I I, I think if you're gonna do it, you want to look really like you had a bad day, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're already. Yeah, you don't want to. My favorite part of that video with Tiger Woods was when he was trying to tie up his shoe. He had his foot up on the hood of the cruiser and like that, like zoomed right in the dash cam trying to tie up his shoe. Oh my god, he was really struggling. I wonder if it was a Nike. <laughs> Probably was. Right. Not anymore. Now, what do you think about the people calling him a hypocrite? Because his image was always so clean cut, and now he's had a bad day. Which part of his image was clean cut when he was banging girls? Yeah, exactly. No, when he was golfing. Right. This oh. is the thing eh, is that now it's always the matter of saying if you were because if you're not fucking people and drinking and driving on the course, <laughs> then how should the general public expect to believe that you're doing that off? You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous for them to equate the behavior of someone in sports to what they would do in their personal life. It doesn't make matter when you pl- that being said, you could be a teacher. You go to work every day as a teacher, right? You're a good teacher, but you come home every night and you stick a, a corn cob up your ass, right? <laughs> you're just a, a real, a real a freak that way, right? Nobody's business, and you're, it doesn't affect, uh, affect your teaching at all, right? Yep. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah, whatever. Nobody knows that. They do that at home on their own. Yeah, Tiger Woods might be a real good at his job. He's a good golfer. But he's a real lunatic when he gets home, right? But you look. How at many that? doctors or something like that can you do? You, do you hear of that are like, uh, you know, pillars of the community? But then once in a while they they get a few beers in them and they go fucking ape shit, right? You gotta let loose once in a while. Yeah, that's, the people that have the hardest jobs. I think are the ones that end up uh, going the most crazy. You ever see like a bunch of like really overstressed like accountants after tax season go out somewhere, yeah. right? They just do. They would. They're just like. They go uh, Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah like that is a good example, though. Those guys probably have high stress. <laughs> uh, those guys, uh, those days, how you would imagine it, right, on the stock floor, and then, and then they have to let off steam. But then, plus, they have money. Add that, it makes that douchey mix of money and. Ugh. But you know what? What's weird is you look at another golfer like John Daly. There's mm. a guy who's also like completely crazy and crazy. and smokes like a chimney and and boozes her up and a he's a womanizer and he's womanizer really i don't know that so about. well i saw a video just recently of him uh saying some disparaging comments I but better. he's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> last longer yeah drink more beer than you yeah, yeah. smoke more cigarettes but yeah. he's, he's celebrated for that behavior well and he just won a tournament too 
right? So I, I, I don't I know. It's he, just the way he didn't, he didn't hide it, right? Yeah. Tiger, and he's not on a dash cam either. Well, I mean, he's not on a dash cam, but he's known to do that. Where Tiger was like Mr. It'd be like for us in Canada or whatever, for like Sidney Crosby, this happened to. Right, right. Like, holy fuck, like this perfect image guy. I mean, Sid might be a boozer or yeah, whatever. Who knows, right? I yeah. I don't know. It's right. the same thing. Like, nobody knows what behind closed doors, but he's doing a good job of keeping it behind closed doors. Yeah, he might beat up his girlfriend, you know? And then uh, you think that he's a real nice guy, but he's uh, going home and he just he, 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 he missed a shot on net. Yeah. So he, like... Black eyes his girlfriend. Yeah, like a real dickhead, you know? Probably not. Probably like, not. Yeah. But what? But you know what? If you got, if you're like uh, some big company that's got him on the payroll, for, like you're at, he's a, he's he, you're sponsoring this guy, and uh, you don't put out the fact that he, uh, you know, sometimes likes to, you know, do slap, slap, around. slap around his girlfriend. I don't know if that's the right example we should make up about Sidney <laughs> Crosby. I don't think so. Let's no. pretend he does something else. What could he do? Uh, that's ba- that's yeah. damaging if it got <laughs> out. Yeah, let's just say he's a real weird jerk, and he t- always tastes his cum at the end. <laughs> he always like just dabs it with his finger and then licks it, at, like just to try it. And you're like, Ooh, "What is it? What are you doing?" Sidney Crosby does that all the time, publicly, right? Publicly. Okay, that's better. And <laughs> I think we're safe. Better. What? <laughs> so he's. Uh, so, anyways. What do you got against Sidney Crosby? <laughs> I'm just saying, what difference? You're not going to put that in the commercial, you know? You know, if he's advertising yeah. paper towels or something like that, you're not going <laughs> to show him jerking off with paper towels. You show him just holding it or skating around with it, you know? Skating around with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fro- it's, it's frozen. Now you can use it again. <laughs> yeah, see? Anyways, that's. Poor Tiger. I wish Tiger of the Woods all the best. That's yeah, all that's I can say. Like, we, we Pull out of it, bud. We people up on pillars, and then we love to see them crash down, right? That's our fucking society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, oh, we love him, and now we just can't wait till he... Like, people in the States can't wait to see their president eat shit right yeah. now, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, half of them, for sure. For sure. And the other, the other half probably don't. They want to see him do good. That's the thing. It's so split there in the, in the States. Yeah. And you know what? That's the thing. It, it does uh, kind of get into uh, just breach briefly into our topic of the city of Toronto tonight. Oh, yeah. Before we get into Dave's second topic, because he got two of them. That's right. Uh, which is, uh, what were we talking about just then? City of Toronto. T- Tiger Woods? No, Tiger Woods. No? Number one, yes. Donald Trump, City of Toronto. So, Donald Trump, thank you. <laughs> Donald Trump. And they, we are, you know, if you think about it, we are in the Trump part of Canada. You know what I mean? Like if if you had a good look at what like Toronto is in like the would be like the the New York, the the, the big cities where it's a voted liberal or whatever. And we're in the un, the forgotten part of the of the country that felt so disenchanted that they needed to vote for a guy that was so far radical like Trump, right? Yeah. We are in the We needed a change. Right. I mean look at our province of Ontario, where they only have, uh, uh, we have a premier with a majority government Ugh. that was only voted in by the city of Toronto, and everyone outside of that is not represented. And they're doing, they're making, uh, she's making moves all the time that That's everyone disagrees with. Yeah, especially with hydro and stuff like that, where she's really screwed us. Wage and now rates. minimum wage, Michael. Oh, How are you feeling about that? Up. I don't feel good at all. Small business owners, this is fucking bullshit. You know what it is? It's uh, I agree because I'm, I'm on... I'm on that side of it yeah, too, but exactly. there, there, there's like, uh, but the thing is, it's not only does it is it just the minimum wage people that were the, it's that uh, if you were like not minimum wage, but you're like say making just above minimum wage, yeah. you're, you're getting fucked and then all of a sudden there's now a person that should be like way making way less than you, they just got like a a, a dollar and a half raise for doing nothing but just being there, and you had to work. For the last five years to get yeah. that, you know what I mean? And this is just, the government's just implementing it in like a year, and then all of a sudden, so that the person caught right up to you in a year, and they're not, it's, it, so, yeah. so now, yeah, it kind of bumps everybody up, you know, eventually. Cause, and, or, and it also takes a person that's doing a job that you used to give like a, you know, $5 premium or something to because it's harder work, and now they're saying, now they're kind of only getting like a dollar more, and they're saying, fuck this, I'll just go work at a, the bulk bar, and you know, 
punching out candies or something like that because it's e- it, like uh, yeah. it's easy. I don't scolding ha- senior citizens for taking uh, samples, free samples out of the bins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what the bullshit is? Is that? Uh, it's going to take away jobs from kid, like young kids because like, the people that are drinking fucking Tim Hortons uptown. Right. And I know what you're talking you know about. I mean? Yeah, Jimmy down the road. <laughs> he, he's been sitting around collecting pogey. He's going to take that job now because now it's 15 bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. And the kid that's just trying to get a job out of school can't. What are they going to do? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna, they, they, sh- they can still have a, they'll have a lower minimum wage, I think, for the kids. Two levels, you think? Yeah. There is right now. There is right uh, now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that falls lower as well. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I think they have to be above minimum wage, don't they? No, they are minimum wage. Minimum but wage. You have to pay them minimum wage. Oh yeah. The young guy at work said, uh, "Well, it looks like back to no frills, sitting in the cooler." So yeah. He said because he's making the same money working well, with that's us. That's what I mean. Uh, they don't have to do anything, right? So why work construction or go work? Why earn it? Yeah, go sit in the cooler and stock shelves. Yeah, it's exactly it. it. It's it just makes it a little bit. It just the idea is that it'll bump everybody up. Everyone makes more money and it covers the cost of everything going up. But the Tax cost money. of everything's gone up because w- everyone's got more money. It's like no one's gonna be any better off. It's just gonna go into the ether. Like the people aren't gonna. You know what I mean? I know that on paper it seems like you should have more money because you're getting paid more money. But everything's just gonna cost more money. So then it's. The jump is from 11.43 right now to 15. Yeah, that's it's huge. It's fucking ridiculous. You can't... Yeah, I, as a... As people's as, a, yeah, with, as business owners. Yeah, as business owners, when you're trying to... When you, you give a guy a raise, you don't give him that big of a raise yeah, all at once. It's like almost 30% or something. Yeah, that's huge. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, a big raise. Imagine getting that at work. Dave, you'd love that, right? Master of industry. Couple, shave a couple years off my uh, retirement. Yeah. yeah. You had to blow a lot of weird old men, right, <laughs> to get that much raise. No. No, I didn't. You didn't do that? No. Oh, that's what I thought. That was my mistake, Dave. Yeah. My mistake. <laughs> hey, as long as you're learning something. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I sometimes I get it right, sometimes not. Right, Steve? Yeah, man. You know what we should do is a little segment on the show that we do every week. It's a segment <laughs> where we reach out to our listeners. It's a segment called Feedback. We got feedback. Okay. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to their website, lifeinthedutchhall.com, and click on our Amazon banner, you can do your shopping, and some of that money is going to come back and help the show. Thank you to everyone that's done that. And uh, you know what? Bushstock is fast approaching. Hell yeah. And uh, they keep coming out with bands that are, that are uh, filling up the bill. The headliners are still to be announced. It's getting so close. I'm getting excited to be able to announce it. But, you know, we have a couple to announce today. Uh, we have the uh, Shoeshine Boys. Norfolk's oh, yeah. own. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, for Norfolk's own. And also the Atkinson Brothers were, right. were announced today. They're going to be playing at Bushstock this year. Where can you find this kind of stuff? Instagram? <clears throat> yeah, I saw it on Instagram. Me too. Following oh. Bushstock two, 2017 on Instagram. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You can also go to their Facebook and uh, like uh, them at Bushstock 2017. It's August, the weekend at of August, uh, what is it? 25, 26, 27. At beautiful Lakeside Vista, where the views are beautiful. And the memories are even better. Hey. <laughs> yeah, go to lakesidevista.ca. <laughs> <laughs> to, to look at the property details. and uh, It'll make your summer, literally. It'll yeah. be the best event of your summer. It is good times, isn't it? Yeah, we have people coming all the way. They came all the way from uh, North Carolina. North Carolina, right? North Carolina and, and Tennessee. Areas. And Tennessee. And they're returning this week, this That's year. That's how good it was. That's how good it was. They loved it so much. They had to come back and do bush stock again. It's still, I, I heard now from Manny, because Manny was here last week, he says only 80%. Oh, 80%. Yeah, he not guaranteed. He hmm. does keep in touch. I think they really formed a bond at the last bush stock. Mm-hmm. Indeed. But, you know, Manny's one of those communicators. I think Manny is just, just is one of those guys that keeps in touch. 
I'm just not one of those guy, kind of guys. Like, if I had a friend, I, like, you're my friend, Dave. How often do I keep in touch with you? Yeah, like once a week, maybe. And like the, <laughs> at the show? Me, usually it's me getting in touch with you. Yeah, and Steve tries to talk to me sometimes. Sometimes. Right? And it doesn't, how does it work? Eh, whatever. Yeah, it's not that good, <laughs> right? If you don't have a point, then there's no reason to talk, right? Like, if there's not anything, if there's no business to accomplish, mm-hmm. like, there's no chit-chat amongst men, yeah, is there? The answer should be short. Too. Yes. Right. On, commu- on that co- sort of communication, like, get to the point. That's what I've always thought. Is that a Dutch thing? No, I think it's just a guy mm-hmm. thing. A guy thing? Yeah. Anyways, it's the way I... I believe that, too. Like, uh, you, you can not talk to a friend for years or however long, and if they're your true friend... It's the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can go 20 years and you get you see a guy and you go right like, back oh, to where you were. Who cares? Exactly. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yep. Where women, it's like uh, they have to Jesus. go. They have to, yeah. They have all these rules. And if you don't follow the rules, oh, then man. you get like in trouble for it. And you're like, well, why don't you just tell me the fucking rules and then I'll do the rules, you know? It's day to day with them. They don't even know the rules. They don't. They make them up uh, <laughs> as they go. And they just think, well, you should have done this. And I'm like, how was I supposed to know to do this? Nobody tells me what's going on in your head. Right? You should know because day 17 of my cycle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why are you getting bigger trouble when you mention that? That's what I don't know either. That is the worst thing to mention. Yeah, you're like, you know, this is probably just an emotional thing because you're. (laughs) You're like, holy fuck, yeah, I'm going to get killed here. It's not even, it's not like it's their fault. It's just chemicals in their body. They can't help it. (laughs) I don't know why they get so mad. It's the uterine lining. <laughs> yeah, anyways, uh, I got three of them, and it's uh, frightening at times. <laughs> Steve has like 160 or something. He's just yep. got thousands of them in his house. You have women <laughs> everywhere. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You ever think of getting more of them, Steve? You've been fixed. <laughs> I've been fixed. Game over. Adopt, though. Uh, no, I'm good. Girl dog. He got himself I a got girl a girl dog, dog too. Okay, <laughs> what if this happens? This is a serious <laughs> question, Steve. You're yeah. sitting at your house, uh-huh. right? Oh, they ring at the doorbell, and you go to the door. There's no one there, but you look down. What is it? It's a, it's a bassinet <laughs> with a beautiful baby girl in there. Somebody's dropped off a baby in a basket. Yep. At your house with a note on it just yep. saying... Serious now, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I suppose if something like that happened, I would have to take the baby in for sure. You would? I wouldn't call any authorities. I would just raise it as my <laughs> own. <laughs> I would do nothing to try to reunite the child with its actual parents. No. Yeah, wasn't the story of like Noah, Dave? I got to ask this was a religious question to you. Was the story of Noah that he, at one point in time Noah was like a baby and they? Or <laughs> Moses? Yeah, that's Moses. Moses, and they put him in the river, and they yeah. floated yeah. him off yeah. to keep him safe. Yeah, because he was a, I don't know what he what he was a, who are those people? The slaves. The Hebrews? The Israelites? Was he an Israelite? Yeah, olive skin. <laughs> he wasn't like the other people. The Jews, right? Like yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what do you mean, yeah? I think so. Can I you say know. Jews? I can say Jew. <laughs> like is that no one like because you're a professional guy or whatever like is that because jew is fine jew is fine right i think so I, if you say if you say it wrong it's not fine what about cheap jew <laughs> that's that's <laughs> offensive that's like uh what, what do you call that what have you said like uh what have you said like um uh like really uh Smart with money, Jew. It's a, it, it's a compliment, right? Is that a? It's like smart with money, Dutch. <laughs> yeah, I don't take offense to it. <laughs> Are there any Dutch Jews? No, I don't know. I've never met one in my life. That'd be a deadly combination, wouldn't it? I met, uh, yeah, around the world. Yeah, I haven't met, I haven't met uh, a, a Dutch Jew. If there is one, please <laughs> reach out to us at live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com because we are in feedback. We got feedback. Hey. And the only one more sponsor we have to mention, and that's our good friends at Yarmy Electric. All right. You know, Yarmy Electric, they do great work. And then be- some of the uh, results of their great work is a heck of a lot more work. Sometimes not welcomed. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just something that you should just maybe uh, keep it to yourself and uh, not bother my cousin Derek. Because he's a busy fucking man. What are you down at your cottage? You're 
discovered your garage light bulb is out, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> you flick the switch and there's a little spark in there yeah. and you're worried? Figure it out. Yeah, I don't care that you're 65. Go and to Home uh, Depot. They got people who will help you. Oh, Home Depot. Yeah. yeah. Eric's busy. I'm not sure about that, Dave. <laughs> I don't want to s- start advertising for Home Depot and part of my segment, Feedback. We got feedback. We don't... Su- we don't support big corporations, Dave. No way. We don't give them free advertising. Steve's going to have to cut that out. Steve's going to have to cut that out. We don't do that. We support the Army Electric, and what all I'm trying to tell you is don't fucking call my cousin Derek already. He's busy. The Army Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. Brought to you by Clean Flow. Oh, yes. Yay. Yeah? So it comes around. That's nice. Yeah. Clean Flow. Shout out to Matty Osborne. Yeah, who's been Maddie-o. a who's been a, a great supporter of the show? Bless up! I heard a Jamaican say that. Bless up! Yeah, bless up to Matty O. Yeah, bless up. And uh, you know, this w- last week's show was the show called. Uh, do anyone remember? Working man. Working man. Wow. It turns out that was one of the most uh, the biggest uh, clusterfucks of a show <laughs> that we've ever put out. I, d- I did not. Uh, I didn't know what happened to me. I honestly had a, like a <laughs> what do you call it, a blurtation or whatever at the beginning of it. A mini stroke. A mini stroke. I didn't know what the heck was coming out of my mouth. It was just gibberish. <laughs> One side of your lost mouth was droopy. <laughs> <laughs> lost myself altogether. It was a ratings disaster. Oh. And uh, but my wife said that she listened to it, and uh, and she said that um, she said I said smart things. At oh, times, oh, that's a nice compliment. And then uh, at times that you could just tell I was a drunk guy in a shed on a Thursday. <laughs> that's what uh, she she said. So it's nice that you get to do both. Talk about serious things. She likes when I talk about serious things. But I don't know if I do uh, at all. But you know who else liked a little bit of the serious talk was a guy that's been with us since the beginning of the show. He gives us feedback on iTunes. He's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. Play the theme song, guys. A hogtown guy and you're a brown eye. Hogtown, another Toronto reference, which I have no idea why. Because I don't know if there's a... They just must have been a slaughter plant there, I think, at one time. Yeah. An abattoir. Anyways, HD, Haitian Dwarf, he gives us a Pete a feedback this week. And it's called I'm with Pete. Hmm. Five stars. Oh. He said he said uh, we should all avoid financially supporting any of society's commercial endeavors. This is the best way to return the North American economy to its natural state like that of my home country. Hmm. Which is of Haiti. Stay out of the malls, people. That's what he says. And it's from the Haitian door. <laughs> and uh, I was, uh, he, you know, Haiti is a shithole, right? That's what he's getting at. He's uh, saying it's going to go back to squalor <laughs> if we don't support the the malls. If we don't go into the mall and and pay a big. Uh, is that what he's getting at, Dave? I don't know. It was way over my head. Well, anyways, I don't even remember what I said last week at all. Because it was all just a freaking fever dream. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird week. But uh, whatever I said, it might, I don't remember what I said, what he's referring to. I think he liked your hat, and he probably doesn't buy his hat at Lids. Oh, yeah. In the mall. Oh, Lids. I oh, remember yeah. that. I, back I don't like Lids. I was like, you don't even know Lids, eh? You buy hats. Yeah. I know it. It's great. Hat store. Hat store. No tasty waves, though, in there. You don't get tasty waves. No way. Uh, you know what? That has been really changing my attitude on life because when I've had a, something going wrong or whatever, I just think I'm wearing a tasty waves hat, which I'm not even wearing <laughs> now, but I feel like I'm wearing it because I wear it so often. And I just go, tasty waves, tasty waves. And if my kids are yelling at me or whatever, I just tell them, tasty waves, kids. That's like serenity now. Yeah. I, yeah, it's been my summer mantra, and it's going well. It's ever since I bought the hat. Embrace I, it. I wore it to my trip to Toronto this week. I wore the Tasty Waves hat, and I said Tasty Waves to my wife a hundred times because <laughs> I want. I was trying to get through fucking the uh, no the hustle and bustle of a city is intense yep. when you're not oh, used to it. You know, I was saying to my uh, my wife. I was thinking. I was watching. Like we we're walking around the city of Toronto, and we're like. Uh, we're like. You think people are like walking? I see people walking their kids to school in the morning and stuff like that. You know. 
And I'm like, is this like relaxing for some of these people? Like, is this like a leisurely stroll through the city? You lived there, Steve. I right? did. I didn't have kids. I wanted to get out before I had kids, actually. Right, right. But you know how you're going through the city and it's like real busy in the morning? Yeah. You know? And then you're walking down the street and it's like there's like all kinds of noises and it's just rot with people and you're out of, you have to wait to cross, but there's like a whole bunch of, you're in a scrum of people now. Like okay, a, yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that just feel like, like not panic worthy to people? You get used to it, right? Like you zone all that stuff out. Yeah. Like I used to, uh, you could do that. Like over time you just get callous to it, accustomed to it. Right. Absolutely. And then the, so that could become like relaxing. That would become like background noise. Sure. Right. That's amazing to me. I don't like it. You don't like it still, Charters? No. I remember when I took Dave to the city of Toronto for the first time. It was, um, we were uh, uh, visiting my sister who was at Toronto General Hospital uh, seeking treatment at the time. And uh, Charters and we were, it was during Carabana, right? Oh, oh that's fucking awful. Time. Right? So we yeah, went I down to go. It. Traffic is great. Oh, yeah. So Charters, you had never been in the city before, right? How yeah, old were you? Like we were probably eighteen or something. No, no, no. We were in our. I was like uh, twenty-four. Twenty. <laughs> that old. Yeah, twenty-five maybe. And you'd never been to Toronto. Well, I'm sure I'd been there when I was younger, but not as a on my own as an adult. I guess you know, just kind of on my own, with some friends. Yeah, sure. Dave was on his own and he's worried. Right? He's very worried, <laughs> scared. Oh, there's all kinds of weird people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Weird shit going on everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a caravana, so there's like buskers and stuff like that. So this yeah. one busker, he's like on a unicycle and he's juggling like fl- he wants to juggle flaming fucking wands Bowling or pins or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all he wants is a charter. He wants someone from the audience to give him a hand to light his bowling pins or whatever. And uh, so he picks charters, right? <laughs> Bad idea. Charters says to him, "I'm not taking any of your shit, buddy." <laughs> Like, he was, like, really upset. Stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> he wouldn't help him at all. The guy's, like, on the fucking unicycle, you know? <laughs> just trying to get any help he can. Like, just fucking light the thing and set it up. Like, just pass Wait him up to me. I He's thought like, there was some, another guy in on the bit. Like, that you're getting, like he yeah. was going to pick my pocket when I went to help the guy out or something. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. I don't know what's going on yeah. here, but I'm watching my back. He's like, I wasn't born yesterday, buddy. <laughs> you know? Sticking his stick in his <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that was funny. We're just, la- <laughs> we're just laughing because it's like, the guy's like, I've seen him on Just for Laughs. Like, he's a fucking performer. He had to probably get a license to do this, right? I don't know. Dave didn't want yeah. to be on Just for Laughs. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't want the laugh to be on me, Michael. Yeah. Aww. Well, you're street smart, Dave. You're street smart. And that's how you stay safe. Uh, but uh, so. Keep to yourself. Do you have uh? So we have uh. We went on Wednesday. I went on Wednesday to do some stand-up comedy in Toronto. Uh, no, was it two? I don't know what day it was. It doesn't fucking matter. I I went in to do it. Uh, Toronto uh, audiences. Maybe this is a plot. Um, a, a impacting my opinion of the city, a little bit. Uh, but the Toronto audiences fucking hate me. Like, they hate uh, everything about uh, me. Yeah, just right? the smell of the they, they Norfolk s- County. Yeah, they don't like it. As soon like as they that. see you, or do they have to hear your jokes before they hate you? No, they, they have to hear the jokes. <laughs> okay. They have you're to hear okay. the jokes. Like to look at, you're okay. You know what I think it is about Toronto people, like the people in general that I don't, like, I tell, like I'll come right out. Uh, Toronto, I, I don't like it. It's a piece of, sh- uh, sh- it, if, if it was a, if it was a, a <laughs> entity, Toronto uh, would be an entity that should, could <laughs> suck my cock and balls, as you say, Michael, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Take a long, hard suck in my cock. Yeah. Well, I fart in your face. Mm, like, it's a very, that's what I still think you can do for Toronto. But, but I'm going to say, I went there, and the people are actually, if you break them down individually, right, are, most for the most part, very nice, right? What, also, what I don't like about them, there's a dishonesty to how nice they are. You know what I'm saying? If you go to Hamilton to a shit club and uh, or London or something like that and you're going to some bar and 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 you're doing your shitty joke my shitty jokes and those people don't like my jokes they tell me they hate my jokes and I suck <laughs> right more real with you right I like that mm-hmm. in Toronto they're kind of nice about it eh they quietly judge you 
and then uh, and uh, dislike you from afar, right? And they feel sorry for you, you know, because you're not as enlightened as they are, right? That's right. Because my jokes are backwards and about mostly offensive to women. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they didn't like it at all, and I was I didn't know what's the difference about it. If there's like, because if you sit, if you break, if you go into a city of that size, you can go into pockets of it where you're gonna find like people that have been there for generations, who've like uh, hanging out the Legion or whatever, and they're gonna seem like everybody from a small, like very similar to small town people, right? Yeah. But if you go to like, it's the, if you go to certain parts of it where it's like the young people that have kind of moved from all the other places and they, they think they figured everything out because they live in. In the fuck in the biggest city in the country, right? That uh, it's like if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. That kind of attitude, or you know, like if you haven't lived in Toronto, yeah, you haven't, yeah, you haven't really lived in a big city yet, or whatever. You know that sort of attitude that pisses off people from Vancouver and stuff. Yeah, people from out west fucking hate Toronto. They oh, hate yeah. Ontario. It's Ontario. Oh, Ontario. Yeah, Ontario, but Ontario is Toronto to them. Yeah, yeah I heard them call it call Ontario the Middle East. Yeah, and they, and and uh, they and That's it's racist. all because of Toronto. No, it isn't. It's ge- it's a uh, geographically it's correct. geographically correct. It's geographic accurate. Yeah. <laughs> they do hate it though. Map is like it's tough because like even I mean to Americans or whatever, we we never from from where we're from want to say we're from Toronto. No. I usually go with Port Dover. People know Port Dover from everywhere. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Like, what's the closest place? Right? What do we say? I always say Niagara Falls. And it's even further than Toronto, I think. Yeah. Or it's about the but same. You never say Toronto. No, you won't do it. Oh, it's gross. Because they don't. Li- the only people that will say it are the people from Toronto, right? That's or the it. or the or the suburbs that feed Toronto. Yeah. Ugh. What? Or even worse? Oh yeah. Would you go let, rank? It's the worst one. Yeah. Is it worse to live in the suburbs, the country, or the the, the, the we gotta think of the pros and cons of of all of it, right? You can live in the in the you can live in the city. You can live in the suburbs, or you can live in the country, right? Yeah. Right? What are the benefits of living in a city? Everything. What? If you are in a city, if you're going to live in Toronto, live in downtown Toronto. Take advantage of everything that happens in downtown Toronto. All you're right. going to have a great time. What happens there, then? What am I missing? Uh, just the nightlife, the, the restaurants. You can walk down a street uh, uh, all, n- all night long, and there's people on it. And, uh, you know, there's stuff to do. There's... Uh, Broadway shows and yeah, but how often do you really do that? Because you still gotta afford the tickets, right? Like, is you because you can't only go once in a while to like a big show. That's what I always people say. There's good entertainment. Well, how often do you go to, out for entertainment, right? I still think you can find the same thing in a small town. <laughs> I do. Or once in a while, you go in the city like four times a year. It's not worth living there, right? That's what I mean. Right. A uh, lot of a lot you of just, I get it. People that like. I think what he's getting at is like the convenience of it, right? Right. Like we Absolutely. have to drive, whatever, 10, 15 minutes to get to the, the nearest thing we have. It's not a city, <laughs> but like a town, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. Countries, where they can just walk down the road and get it. Now, for me, I don't care. I, I don't want that. I've had both. Yeah. But I think people that are used to that, just the convenience of it is. Yeah, but you still uh, got. Okay, that, then comes the suburbs, which is the worst of both worlds, right? right. Yeah. Because then you have to. Then you have to commute everywhere, plus even to go get groceries. And you can see the grocery store, but you got to go three blocks of like, of like jam-packed traffic like to hour. get there. Yeah. And it takes <laughs> you an hour to get there. Yeah, yeah right. you know what I think it is about the suburbs. Is suburbs is, it's like a collective mentality that people kind of don't know what to do in life. Like you, you have like uh, everybody wants to do what's kind of they don't know what to do, right? So then they just look to see what everyone else is doing, and then they just do that. That's what it seems like with the suburbs. That, that bunch of houses that looks exactly the same. I'll, I'll go in there. Yeah, I'm just gonna. If I, it can't be that bad because everybody else is doing it. So I'm just gonna go on this block house that looks like everybody else's, and then ask them where they're working, and then go with that, it's, drive that way, and then wh- what do you do on weekends? I go up north. Well, I'll follow you up there, and then we did all these Ooh. people just keep following each other yeah, everywhere, like stand, the worker ants, right? Stand in line at the concert or the Blue Jays game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it's crazy. Like, go to the uh, Canada's Wonderland, and I'm going to stand in line for three hours. They always go on the on the busiest days of a mall. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, We're they like always... going on the rain day. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. they travel yeah. on March break. Fuck. 
instead of taking their kids out of school and just ruining their education, <laughs> which is what I do. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You're educating them in life, though. That's right. I, th- I say that. Yeah, yeah. And they do it. Yeah. I, I believe it, too. Because a lot of times they don't learn a lot in school. They watch a lot of movies. Right? Oh, you learn way more when you... The kids learn way more when you take them out of school, how for much sure. Do, yeah, like, how many times... And I don't have any kids, but, like, how many times do your kids come home and be like, guess what I learned? Like how, but you can yeah. count them on your hands. Yeah. I, I can't count can't, even one. Not even one. <laughs> yeah. Hand, right? you got to, like, pry it out of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. They will tell you if you pry it out of them, but my, but, uh, my kids never offer it up. But I'm sure, like, you take them to somewhere cool that's interesting for a day. It's like, holy shit. They're yeah. telling their, they might not tell you, but they're telling their friends or yeah. whatever. They'll right? talk about it. I'm not mm. saying don't go to school, but you got to have those experiences, too. It's all about balance, Michael. Hmm. I'm learning. Yes. <laughs> I hope this is good. Um, so, uh, what's the m- thing you hate the most about Toronto? Uh, the uh, the stink of shit that comes up through the streets. <laughs> the sewer stink. The sewer stink. No. Yeah, because you're walking down there and you're thinking, "Oh, this is nice." You know, you see all the, you know, different shops and stuff, and you, you get different. Uh, it's a very eclectic, and there's uh, people that are all weirdos and stuff, and uh, you know, it's a very interesting. You know, so you're thinking I could get so used to this, and you're then all of a sudden you can just walk down the street, you get a, a mouthful of like yeah. shit, and the smell hits you at the same time. You're like, oh, I went in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a million people's shit all at once. You know, it's awful. I hate sewers. Like I just can't stand sewers. Yeah. But then the next block has like a hot dog vendor, and it smells good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hot, why is it? That's the other thing about Toronto. They don't have good. They don't have good food trucks, and people might say that. Uh, 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 but everything I see there is just like fucking uh, sausages. That's all they sell is hot dogs and sausages. They don't sell anything else. That's right. What What do you say? Like you, you put your hands up like this, there's no <laughs> one can see, and then you and you're like, uh, uh, like like of course that's what a food truck is, just a bunch of sausages. <laughs> what else Go to another city in the world. There's they got food trucks that sell you tacos. Yeah. Go to Simcoe for fuck's sakes tonight. On I was there's Friday. a fucking taco truck in Simcoe. It's oh, yeah. like it's the oh, best yeah. tacos you awesome. ever gonna want to have. The real good, real th- the real deal. Mm-hmm. If they're open. It'll be tomorrow night. I'm going. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. I love that guy's tacos. I wish I knew the name of his place. But anyways, uh, but but usually you get different things. You go to any kind of music festival now. They got like a bunch of different food trucks, and then, and they're all different things and cool. You go to Toronto, you expect to see something good, and it's a bunch of hot dogs, <laughs> same old mm. hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a bylaw thing. Those guys are, they've got the permits. No one else can get permits. Yeah, parking. Yeah. Where they park the food truck. We can't park it anywhere. There's no parking anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That's, true. No, that's what I hate about Toronto. Parking. Good point, Paul. Parking? So oh. worst thing? Oh, you, know, you go to an event, you think you're all you're in on the tickets, you pay a couple hundred bucks for tickets or whatever, you go to a nice event and then you get fifty bucks for parking or something to get anywhere near the event. That's I took crazy. the train. That's yeah, that's what you gotta do. But because of the construction. As soon as it's summertime you're fucked and every yeah. road's closed. Yeah. Oh yeah, and for us, traffic. The, train, the train's great, but like if you if you want to go out, say with uh, a couple of adults and want to have a couple of adult drinks after, you got to be on fucking schedule to get on that train to get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the only downfall I find. So that's where the people who live there got it uh, better than us, eh? Right. Yeah, for what for for the days Uber you need it. to use the city, right? Uber. Yeah. Uber. Still, I th- and the other thing about that is if you if there was an event like if you had to go to see a Blue Jays game. And it was just people from the city of Toronto in the stands. That that game would suck. It would just be boring. The city is boring. Yeah. The entire city's got no excitement. I don't know how many times I've gone through there and just like I've been, I lived in London, England. That's an exciting city. Happening. It's just as weird as uh, just as weird as Toronto, but weirder, I'd say. And uh, but uh, and dirty, uh, dirtier, way dirtier. But. Uh, but Le- less shit smells. <laughs> no, more shit smells. <laughs> more. Different, like a diversity of shit smells. Yeah, but and you know like what? I would call, you'd because. come in at you come in from a day of walking through London, and you'd blow your nose, and you'd, it would be soot in your nose, like it would just from walking around the city. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that was it. Was a little bit dirtier. That's what I mean by that. But you like it better? Why? Because it's got a better. Because it was exciting. Yeah. Because yeah. it was fun. Like the people were fun, and there's like a bar on every block. 
and everyone drinks and when there's always fun stuff happening in uh toronto i just don't see it like when you go to places there's people it just doesn't seem like there's just seem like it's fun ever i never have fun there yeah downtown <laughs> like it's that businessman yeah. kind of yeah. business crowd you know after work mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it's not for us it, really <laughs> And the third choice is the country, which is what we were we we were grown we all grew up on in the country, and except for Steve. Yeah, that's right. Right, you're a city you're a city yet, right? Yep. But you've been in the country for how long? I've been in Norfolk for uh, ten years. Oh. Ten years. Yep. So you. now you've adju- now you're and you're firmly planted here. Oh yeah. You've bought real estate. Put some roots down. Yeah, yeah. So you are grows in Norfolk. You're officially a country guy now. Yeah, sort of. And you're raising country kids. That's right. Right? So you have to, how do you, you, you had to have uh, uh, found that the, the life is better here to do it. Yeah. I can do a lot more in Norfolk than I could in Toronto. What do you mean by a lot more stuff for less money? Yeah. It's cheaper, right? It, it's cheaper in the country right now. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I like Norfolk. We we've got london hamilton toronto kitchener guelph like there's every major center in ontario within an hour's drive like it's a yeah it's pretty i like it out here i'm much happier in the country yeah but you don't get the convenience of say like for example uh like a fire like a fireman Right. You don't get a fireman when you live in, in the country. <laughs> Maybe a volunteer. You'll get a, vi- a volunteer fireman who does the, who do do a well, good job, good job. work. True. Oh, yeah. But uh, they save a lot of foundations. There are going to be some angry letters for that. I bet you oh. do. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know what else we don't get? Uh, e- like any other uh, uh, EMT or whatever, or in the ambulance just has to drive around and wait in the country, eh? You ever just drive down a country road and you see an ambulance just sitting there? Yeah. Because that's what they do all day. Just wait for something bad to happen, and then they have to be close because they have to sit in the middle of nowhere waiting to be close to a bunch of things that could go wrong. That's crazy. For sure. Where in the city it is more easy to get, you know, if you had had a heart attack, you're going to probably get helped a lot sooner than I am (laughs) in Pine Grove. I'm probably going to (laughs) die. It's worth it, though. I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, it depends where they take me, I guess, afterwards, too. That's the other thing. You don't get the best stuff all the time in uh, small towns. You know, sometimes you got to look elsewhere. But the thing you do get is that you can drive. You, you, you get cheap, uh, and you get a pace that's uh, uh, a lot more bearable. Oh, yeah. It's just slower and more, less, in, less intense. I can drive, you can drive like a half hour to work and not hit traffic, <laughs> right, yeah, at all. Like, that's the yeah. most frustrating thing about going to the city driving-wise. Oh. Yeah. Because here we're just, the traffic is like two cars in front of you. Yeah. Driving 80. Oh, yeah. I lived 20 minutes from my job for like 15 years, and I never, ever had to, have, the only thing I'd be held up by is like a school bus sometimes yeah. or a tractor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to get around. Oh, yeah. Other than that, it's clear, clear yeah. sailing every day. And I have a nice coffee. Boat yeah. truck. Yeah. Even then, when it was, yeah. You know what I'll say? Like about the country versus the city. You know, I bet you in the city you could be a really good at something, something. You know, you could be like, uh, you know, really like a, uh, you know, uh, a good uh, plumber. Let's say in the city, you're a good plumber, right? And uh, nobody fucking knows who you are ever, (laughs) right? Because no, no one talks to their neighbor, tells them uh, what's going on, like that uh, this plumber's a good plumber, yeah, right? Jimmy Smith, a hell of a plumber. Yeah. yeah. We're Derek, in, uh, great electrician. in a small yeah. town, like a small town, you get a, you get a, pl- you get a good plumber. Yeah. Everybody knows that plumber's a good plumber, and the word gets around, and, he, and uh, that guy gets more work because he's yeah. a good plumber, right? And you, I don't think you get that in the city. You, do, you have to put advertising dollars in or something like that. Or yeah. it's always bigger. It's always a, yeah. yeah. It seems too complicated to me. Even, the, but you look at the construction and shit there. I mean, shit, they're putting money into Toronto. Like everything's going into That's making crazy. feeding more. It's all like, to me, it seems a bit dirtier too because it's like uh, you're mass, always mass controlling people. You have to manage all this mass of people, right? And I don't. You, you have to be herded like a, like cattle. 
even when we were shipped in the train, you know, you get to the place. <laughs> Seems yeah. like your cattle, right? You're going yeah, to the train. I would ship you back into the train. Yeah, yeah, getting in and out of that place. Especially when you're going in the on the train in Toronto and you look up beside you and there's all those new fucking condos with the, they look like jails, and you're coming in. You're like, what is this place? Just stacks of people living on top of each other, and you're like, wow, this is this is weird. Who lives who lives like this? The other thing too is like the infrastructure, always seems to be trying to catch up. They're always playing catch up with you know like they never plan enough for the people there the the roads are never big enough the you know yeah it just costs more and more money to make it better and they never plan big enough it seems so why don't they decentralize then why don't they put more emphasis on getting people outside of the cities rather than trying to centralize all efforts towards the cities because it seems like people keep i think at some point that model probably made sense economically instead of feeding a bunch of little villages and with uh you know yeah whatever with what you need with services get them all in one place and then it it's easier to maintain i guess services and stuff but do you think it's all going to just grow together uh, well we see it growing together right now like toronto's been growing into every mm-hmm. surrounding city for our whole lives it's yeah, yeah. Huge. so you think eventually grow this far i look at it grew to berry yeah right and no one would have thought it would have grown to that far Right, Barry used to be a small town, and then the Toronto grew up into it and just exploded. It yeah. just exploded. Probably will. It's probably happening. There's pa- there's parts in between though, be- like that are still kind of left alone, aren't there? Between like Toronto and Barry, that are still kind of like between like country, Wonderland like the and Hall and Marsh and stuff like that. Yeah, by yeah. by just north of Wonderland. Yeah, once you get past Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That dip. Yeah, how much and that that everyone who who doesn't stop at Bass Pro Shop? There's a big fish tank in there. <laughs> you know you can buy lingerie and a wedding ring at Bass Pro Shop. Fucking amazing. And all your clothes. Yeah, you can do everything at and Bass a Pro boat. Shop. And boat. And beef jerky. <laughs> and one of those big plastic tubs of cheese puffs with a screw lid. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, eh, Paul? <laughs> They're good for a long time. <laughs> All right, we have to uh, we have to do something that we before we end the show, and it's I asked the listeners to say what they thought of Toronto, and we're gonna go through what we got from some of these listeners. These are listeners' thoughts. These are. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's go, Laurie Ball. Laurie Ball, a long time, multiple uh, listener of the week. Uh, spent two years of my life in Toronto, and that was enough for me, she oh. said. Well, also, a, mm-hmm. point. a former guest of the show, Matt Ferguson, said, here's my opinion, and he put a, just a poop emoji. Hmm. He <laughs> thinks a big pile of shit. Big right? pile of shit. Dan Brennan, also a former guest of the show, says, uh, ha- asked them why they didn't name their basketball team the Toronto Skyline. Hmm. I'm still furious about that one. The Toronto Skyline, you know, I'll tell you a story. It's racist. Right, but I, it always makes me laugh. It's not, I wasn't racist. It was my friend's dad. Well, I was in university, and uh, it was when the Raptors were new. Right, oh there was yeah. coming out trying, oh trying yeah. to name the team. Right, so this guy, this guy that was a friend of mine in university, he was from up in Huntsville. His dad was kind of backwards, you know. And uh, they said, "What are they naming the team?" And he goes, "The, the Toronto Ra- Raptors." Right, and he goes, "He thought they said Toronto Rappers." You know, <laughs> you know, and then this is the '90s. Like, mu- you know, rap music's kind of new, and to a guy of that generation, it was like, uh, yeah, that's all gibberish. I don't know what that <laughs> stuff is, right? Plus, he was racist, as it turns out, because he used the N-word in the next sentence. He goes, uh, "Toronto rappers, why don't you just call them Toronto bunch of N-words. N-words?" You know, that's what he said, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I remember. Oh, no, imagine that TBN. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. But anyways, well, blatant, wow. ra- blatant racism when you get hit with. Yeah, when you get hit with it like that, it is always a surprise, you know. Oh, for sure. It's always a surprise. You know what's the worst is when you get the racism given to you, like you should be in on it. Yeah, and you don't get it. Right, and I'm like, I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I don't like, I don't feel that way. No. Stop bringing. And like elbowing you, I'm like, no, not me. Yeah, anyways, Joe Bathello. You know about Joe? Oh, Joe yeah. Bathello? He's been on our show a bunch of times. 
He says, I love doing stand-up in Toronto. I said, why? Because he, uh, that sounds ridiculous because they are such terrible audiences. He says, it's the Canada's entertainment capital. Capital. <laughs> capital. Is it? Real? Is it? Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Uh, who cares? Yeah. Hey, Montreal, we have just as much stuff. Come through town. Oh, yeah. Okay. And probably Vancouver, too. So why is it the entertainment capital? You know what else about Toronto bugs me? They don't have the uh, original idea of their own. What's theirs? Right? They just steal everybody else's ideas. They want CN the Tower? Lake CN Tower Ontario. was just built. The Skyline. <laughs> they- there we go. Yeah. That was their idea. <laughs> that was their idea. That was their idea. <laughs> I sent it at that. And then uh, and he goes, the crowds are full of different types of people. Which, is he getting at race? Because there's different races everywhere. Just get over that. There's just mostly white people down here. But there's other races everywhere. And, that, and, and then the crowds I go to aren't any more mixed than Toronto. I'd love to do a Portuguese show. They're great. And then Steve wrote a bunch of shit that it doesn't make any sense. Right? About Rush. <laughs> it's a cryptic message, Steve. It's just like no one knows what you're talking Steve, about. It's not a Rush fan, fan page. You had, I said this is exactly what I said. Doing a podcast about Toronto tonight. Anyone want to share their opinion? Steve writes, too bad we opened with Rush last week. So what does that mean? We opened with Rush last week. What does that have to do with... How does that pertain to my question? Like, you know what I said? My Toronto question band? was doing it's a, a podcast... Toronto band. Oh, Rush is a Toronto band? Yeah. So your opinion of Toronto is Rush? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you gave up a theme for the show. Oh. So it would have been a no-brainer the... to come up with an opening number. I always think of Rush as a Hagersville band. I really do. And I think of the Hagersville Tire Fire as the Villanova Tire Fire. <laughs> Anyways, no one cares. <laughs> so, I was, you got a lot of chatter about that, too, is what I couldn't understand. I was like, I think that's how you work Facebook. Because if you want people to talk to you, you just say something that doesn't make any sense. It makes sense. Kind of not, really. <laughs> Chris Pick. Also, guests of the show was supposed to come here tonight because there was more people that didn't show up. And he said, only a city that is so full of itself would want a $200,000 rubber duck to represent Canada's 150th. I could deal with a rubber beaver or a moose or a fucking rubber goose, but why a rubber duck, he says. <laughs> Did you know about this? No. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. I didn't know about it. You know about it? Yep. Yeah. So I w- and, and they want to get this big, you know, like the Ernie and Bert, the rubber ducky in their bathtub, you know, that yeah. kind of rubber duck? Rubber ducky, you're the one. Yeah. <laughs> that, they, they, have a, they have a big inflatable one. It's in, like, the Toronto Harbor or something like that, and then it's go, supposed to go around to Riverfront <laughs> festivals all over the... It's going to make bath time lots of fun. <laughs> to celebrate Canada's celebrate 150th... Canada. You you can ha- you can like take a picture of a big fucking rubber duck, <laughs> who they rented from an American guy. That is fucking. Ridiculous. And they got to pay. And they got to pay. Uh, they rented it for a year, and they got to pay for to store it like in some harbor. They got to pay for a slip for it, and it's massive, so they got to pay for a huge slip. It's gonna cost two hundred thousand dollars of taxpayer money for a rubber duck to celebrate her birthday. And I don't know if this is a well, if it's can be, Toronto can be blamed for this, but whoever is, because this is a isn't it a federal thing? Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, probably. It's uh, a, yeah, that's a that's a dumb idea. <laughs> I don't care if this duck comes to Turkey Point, and and a pot hog, and you know the bigger rubber duck's going to be there. Yeah, it's the one fifty. Yeah, beer cases what pulls off. Yeah, who cares? You look at a big duck, yeah. and you yeah. looked at it. It's like, what are you going? It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. It really is. Go fuck a duck. Toronto, go fuck a duck. Name of the show, done. Yep. <laughs> Wait, no, iTunes will censor me. Uh. They, they don't like when I say a fuck. Hmm. I'll say uh-huh. F, go F a duck. Put in a dollar sign or something in there. All right. That's been our show. Wow. Toronto, you know, you've done your best, <laughs> but it's not good enough as far as I'm concerned. Try harder. The rest of the country hates you. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> For my friends and family that live there, uh, God bless. I, I don't know how you do it. It really does. It does baffle me. Uh, until next week, uh, I've been your host, Pete Van Dyke. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Other than that, see you NT. See you next Thursday.
try my hardest with the hitting it at the end. That's Oliver. <laughs> Oliver. 